Hello, Podlings. Hi, Podlings. We are chatting about the making of the Stormtrooper helmet. Out yes. of universe. Out of universe. And the um, the implications that it had for a certain design studio. Yeah. Interesting. I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't either. Didn't know. But anyway, enjoy. Podlings. Podlings. We're going to be talking about the making of the Stormtrooper helmet. Ooh. The Imperial Stormtrooper. In universe or in real life? <laughs> um, no, in real life, because I was just curious. Yep. And they were created by a design studio out of England. Okay. George Lucas approached them, or Lucas Films, what I should say, approached right. them to create these Stormtrooper, Imperial, I should say, Imperial Stormtrooper props. Right. So they did. Shepperton Design Studio out of England, Amen. and they were approached to make the props in 1976, oh, which is crazy. That's wild. And they'd only been around for two years. So like, imagine, well, I Whoa. guess at the time, it's not that big of a deal because it was just like, oh, some, a new thing, some right? film guy came up to yeah. me. Yeah. But to imagine that like Probably did two years cheap. into your career, yeah. your studio, <laughs> yeah. like you do, Star Wars. And you do one of the most iconic helmets ever. Yeah. And now that's their entire business is... Star Wars helmets. Yeah. I think they do props and stuff for other businesses. <laughs> but completely their like website is like the original stormtrooperhelmet.com yeah <laughs> i mean why not why right not? yeah that's cool so yeah it's it's pretty cool they were asked to do the helmets and then obviously did the rest of the armor so the entire stormtrooper armor they just made a mold like multiple molds and then obviously just fucking yeah i mean the rest of the armor is not too bash crazy a ton of them right yeah, nah. But yeah, they would have had to make so many. So many. Like yeah. mass, almost mass produced. Yes, completely. <laughs> That's why I was like, oh, that makes sense. Because they made, we were talking about the Boba Fett costume, right? And how it was made and it was made one off. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like some guy just took so much time to, they made, took so much time to make this one person's outfit. And then that's where they were like, oh, we can't make. We can't do this We can't do many. <laughs> and then, yeah, with the Stormtroopers, they just made molds and just cranked them out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which makes sense. Which makes sense. Because there's thousands of them. And they're, yeah, it doesn't have to be a super special. You no. know, I think the thing with the Mando one, it was like, it was power. There was like a smoke machine for the jetpack yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. So it makes sense. It makes sense. There is a quote I found on the website from the uh, guy who founded the design studio. His name's Andrew. Andrew Ainsworth. And he said, I made no sketches, no models, no engineering drawings. I sculpted the production molds directly. Using my own blends of resin fillers and metal dust, the production molds were the sculptures. They incorporated undercuts and tumble homes and produced a molded finished article that caught the highlights and shadows of an organically formed being. It wrapped around the body as it had grown. Yeah. Wow. Pretty cool. I like so that he talks about it like it's an art form. <laughs> right. Yes. Right. It's not. It wasn't. Yeah. It sounds like he's just cre- he's just creating something sort of from scratch. Yeah. As he goes, not. <laughs> there's no. I love that. It's no sketches, no models, no engineering drawings. Like it was well, just. It's kind of interesting if you if he's get he's given like a concept artwork. And then just goes. True. Instead of sitting there and being like, oh, I'm going to like measure things. I'm going to do this. It was like, it no, never, like, it never would have been done. this is what it's going to look like. <laughs> it needed to be more artistic. And that, yeah. I mean, so much of Star Wars is that. Yeah. So it makes sense. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. And very iconic. I mean, the Stormtrooper is. Anyone that sees that goes, Star Wars. Star Wars. Yeah. 
And they probably know it's called a stormtrooper. Yeah. Most likely. Yeah. yeah. Like it's very iconic. Yeah. Well, I'll just I'll just talk about it because I looked up how much they cost. Because you can get these and they're actually they still make them. You can go and buy a replica made from the actual original molds. Whoa. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Um, That's kind of cool. They have permission from Lucasfilms to produce these replicas from the legacy molds, mm. which is awesome. Mm-hmm. They go for about 550 pounds, which is about $1,022 in Australian That's just a helmet. Dollars. That's just a helmet. Yeah. That's about 750 bucks in USD. So like Jeez. very expensive yeah. for a plastic helmet. That is a lot. Very expensive. It's like, it's, it's purely that price because they can make it that because price. It's There's made, no way it costs that much to no, make them. No, And if you think that you can go to, you know... Walmart, or Kmart, or Amazon, yeah. and you can get a Stormtrooper helmet for like a pretty decent one for like hundred bucks. That would probably fit a lot better too, because yeah. if they're using the original and have molds, some like little not... voice, you know, yeah, 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 modifier yeah. or something. But <laughs> yeah, these are the because it's made from the legacy molds. It's where it becomes. It's just like the. Yep. I don't know the word, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. It's very very expensive. A thousand Australian yeah. dollars. I don't. It'd be nice. It'd be cool to have one. Holy but I don't think I'm going to pay for that. No. That's, I'm poor. I'm not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> that's so cool, though. And each of them are hand-painted as they were. They right. Were, they were all okay. hand-painted. So this is like a handmade yeah, Stormtrooper helmet from the original from the original, And that's how they made them all. And it makes sense. I mean, this is the 70s. They didn't. They can't just like 3D fucking print them and have yeah. them all painted and done when it and comes done. out. Yeah. It was like, nah, we make the mold. <laughs> yeah. Get it out of the mold. We paint it, you know? And to think, would they have... have they would have had like different molds too for different sizes, yes, right? Yes, and different stormtroopers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, because because yeah, like the scout trooper, the pilot ones that have like the black as well. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. True. Okay. A lot of effort. It seems like a lot of effort, and that's what we've talked about even with sound design that the things that were done again because of the time period, but they continue to do these types of things because they were done so artisanal. They were done so handmade, so hands-on, so like analog that they have so much more character. Yeah, that everything's unique. It's very unique. Yeah. Yeah, It's really cool. I like that. And that's probably, you know, adds to so much of the... Yeah. Yeah, the character and the life Everything. and the personality. And the industry. I mean, look yeah, how much true. Star Wars has done for the industry as a whole. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. That's true. But um, <laughs> I found this because it's everywhere. When you start looking this up, uh, there was, and this makes sense, drama with Lucasfilms and the Shepperton Design Studios because they're yeah. using the original like molds. It's like where do the rights hold? Where do the rights hold? Yeah. yeah. And Oofed. so Lucasfilm took them to court. They sued them in California. They sued them for copyright <laughs> and for using the original status of the molds, which makes sense. They're pretty much literally surviving and making a ton of money off of Star Wars without Star Wars getting any Lucasfilm getting any sort of compensation yeah, for yeah. it. Yeah, took them to court in California. They won. Lucasfilms won $20 million USD compensation for it. Whoa. But the company's based in England, so they went and took them. <laughs> yes, yeah, so they went and took them to court in England, and they threw it out. They threw it out because it doesn't fall under copyright laws because it's an industrial design, not a piece of art. It is not. It's just the category of work that it was. Yes, made in it's just a it's a movie prop. It's not. It's not art. So copyright doesn't that doesn't fall under copyright in the UK laws. Then uh... Lucasfilms takes them to court to the Supreme Court in the UK because. They're not having it. No way. No <laughs> yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they lost again. 
Lucasfilms went in saying, like, look, it's a sculpture. The Stormtrooper is a sculpture. It's a piece of art. And they were like, no, it's not. It's a movie prop. It doesn't fall under copyright. So they're free to continue. So they lost. So yes, this is this is why they can do it now. <laughs> oh, really? Because back in the wow. Okay. No, yeah. Well, they they still. I mean, Lucasfilm still won the lawsuit in California, but the company runs the out of the UK. So they can keep doing it. It's but fine. if they were based in the US, nah. Nah. It, that's so interesting. So interesting. Yeah. Wow. It feels like such a gray area too, because it's it's it is. It's like in the US, if you made a particular, like maybe the stormtrooper guns. Yeah. Like. They're a little bit more generic. Like, why would you want to? Yeah. Know? But because the icon, like how iconic the helmet is, because it's so you know, it is. It is. A, it is technically a character in which characters in movies have yeah. copyrights. Yeah. So it's like, it's very <laughs> interesting. It's like, do the cl- like do clothes count as a prop? Like, I wonder. Like, that is such a yeah, weird like a Han area. Solo outfit. Yeah, like you know, can, is that? No, I don't think so. I think that's where it gets murky but like star wars has gone out of its way to copyright everything yeah so if anything at all resembles a death star they can take you to court for copyright because they've literally trademarked it yeah, yeah. that makes sense that makes the sense. design um and anyway. i wonder if they did that because of this you know what that's I mean? probably what triggered it yeah right? something so early on speaking of this i should go to our website and buy our merch <laughs> <laughs> our stormtrooper helmet <laughs> yeah. Um, you have to go to the hidden part of the website. Not made for replicas, and they don't look anything like Stormtroopers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so funny. It's pretty interesting. I didn't know anything about that. Yeah, that's wild. I mean, totally But I thought sense, that when but... I saw it, I was like, how are they still doing this? Because this has nothing to do. It's not like they have any partnership. Yeah. But I was like, how can you buy an original... Yeah, because I, I would have just assumed that they had a deal. Mm. Like, they gave a percentage to yeah. Lucasfilms or Something. Disney or whoever now, right? And just... I don't know. know if they do now, and maybe that's what sort of stopped... That's just what happened back in the day. Lucasfilm from... Tra- I mean, this wasn't that long ago. The first lawsuit was, um, I think, in 2004. Oh, really? Yeah. So they were doing in it for that entire time. And then now it's 2011 that it was the wow. last lawsuit with the UK Supreme Court. Yeah. So it wasn't until after episode one and episode two, I think, came out. Yeah. Maybe even episode... Oh, no, I think that was... Five. Well, I don't think that they were doing the replicas this whole time. I think they uh, like decided to do something after. I mean, and that makes sense. Oh yeah. You didn't know how big Star Wars was going to be, and now all of a sudden you can make a literal fortune off yeah. of just using your molds. Yeah. That's nuts. And obviously, when the prequels came out, that would have triggered a, a ton whole of more, new wave yeah, of completely. fans and whatnot. So that that yep. that totally makes sense. That's wild. It's all legal now, and you can go <laughs> and buy one for. A lot of money. If you guys want to donate one to... A thousand dollars? No, please don't do that. It's please too don't much do money. That. It's way too much money. <laughs> Give you a kidney. <laughs> no, I did not say that. <laughs> <laughs> I will not give you anything. No, no. This helmet. You get nothing. I will take it and wear it sometimes. <laughs> On the pod and <laughs> Pretty cool. Yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Something I definitely didn't know about. So it's no. good to know, I guess. Yeah. I have to go check out this website. We're going to start our design studio so that Star Wars hits us up for things. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just need to live in the UK. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> All right, team. Uh, thanks for listening. And of course, check out our artwork for this week. We are actually using another artist's artwork for this episode. Um, their Instagram handle is Art of Carol McCaleck. 
sorry, it's spelled Art of K-A-R-O-L-M-I-C-H-A-L-E-C. They do some really, really cool artwork. So check it out, give it a like, maybe follow them, and uh, give us uh, some love and follow us. <laughs> <laughs> well said, I have nothing else to add. <laughs> At Podlings Podcast on your feed, and yeah, we'll see you next time. See you next episode.